Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, we're excited to have you listen to the Build Your Success Podcast. Here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we like to build you so you can build others. We do that through our coaching, training, and speaking events, but we also do that through the special guests that we bring to this podcast. I'm excited today to have Michael Mariner. Michael is a motivational speaker. He's an author and a success coach. He uses his personal experiences and his ability to overcome adversity to motivate, inspire, and empower others to embrace the changes necessary that create momentum for success. So welcome to the podcast today, Michael. It's great to have you. Hey, good morning, Brian. It's great to be here, man. Thanks for having me. That's great. Well, this is like episode 136, so somewhere in the 130s, and I only have a handful of guests that return repeat guests, and here you are, repeat guests, so welcome back to the podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I, I feel honored, man. Oh, that's I really great. do. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you the question. You probably didn't get asked this last time because we weren't asking this question at the time. We, we've got a signature question now we ask all of our guests. What does leadership and being a leader mean to Michael Mariner? Uh, leadership for me is just um, being someone that impacts change, influence change um, by empowering others to also do the same thing on, in a positive manner um, to where it's done through influence and not control. That That's uh, my thing in leadership, buddy. So that influence and not control, give us an example, maybe something you've experienced where someone tried to control you through leadership as opposed to influence. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> well, well, being a person uh, that that wears uh, many hats in different forms of, of leadership, um, when you're working with different individuals, everybody have different personalities. And so, when you when you're learning um, from different people and different personalities, I had this one incident where I was working for uh, one of the largest um, insurance companies in the nation, and um, we had um, this guy that came down from California that took the office over because we, you know, we wasn't performing well as an office in the area. And so they brought him down. Of course, he was from um, a different country, actually. And so basically what would happen, I was actually in management at the time. And so I had a number of agents that was up under me um, in, in the insurance business. And so um, he had a, a, a way of, of ruffling some feathers, man. And um, he was straight, blunt to the point. And um, he didn't care how it came out, when it came out, what came out. And he just going to get his point across. And so basically I had to learn how to, to, as they say, chew the meat and spit out the bones. And so basically what I would do, we would have a sales meeting every Friday. And so I would actually have, an, have to have another meeting to defrag my guys after that meeting because he would, he would be not upset the, the whole office. And so what I would tell the guys is this, I say, listen, I say, what he said is actually correct. Hey, we, we need to do better. Uh, we can do better and we need to figure out why we're not doing better. Um, but at the same time, the approach probably could have been a little bit different. So let's li let's listen to the message behind what he said and not the way that he said it. And so that's like coming in a, a motivational uh, forum to where, you know, you, you don't want to force anybody to do something. You want them to be able to want to do something for you because you impact them in a positive way and not because they're making you do something. 
Michael, that's great. I love that analogy about chew the meat and spit off the bones. That's that's a great way to look at things when you're going through adversity with, with someone that doesn't have great leadership skills. I, like you, have had leaders in the past that I have learned what to do and other things I've learned not to do. You know, some, mm-hmm. some people are extremely brilliant, very qualified and competent, but their people skills are lacking. And right. So that, that's the reason I built called this podcast to build your success. I want to build people up because mm-hmm. in my early career, they talked about I tore him up one side and down the other. Right. And it's like, <laughs> who wants to work with someone that's going to tear you down? I mean, that's not right. the idea in our business, but, uh, you know, it's just right. great to hear that you encourage people to to chew the meat and spit off the bone. That's that's a great analogy for, for listeners to take that away and understand there's good in everything. If you can find that and use it and those resources, that, that's amazing. Yes. Well, well I want to talk about the name of your business is Shift Motivations. Mm-hmm. Why'd you choose to name your business this? I, I, I think I know because we've talked a couple of times, but I want the listeners to hear it from you. <laughs> Um, shift motivations derived from basically the story of my life. Um, when I wrote my first book, you know, knowing, you know, certain business principles, um, it was new to me. So, but I did know that, Hey, you have to have a platform to build from to, you know, for the people to be able to find you. And so when I sat down, I'm like, well, who is Mike? You know, what, what's Mike life about, you know, resiliency and being able to bounce back from adversity. And when I look at all of that, um, as I was visiting clients, um, with the same insurance company that I was working for. And um, I was going from one appointment to the next. And, you know, you know, being a man of faith, you know, I'm always meditating and praying, you know, and, and asking for answers and stuff like that as well. And so as I was riding to my next appointment, the word shift motivations popped in my head. And I was like, oh, snap. I was like, that's it. That's it. Because when you're talking about creating momentum for change, that means you have to shift. You know, th- there's a difference between quitting and shifting. You know, quitting means you stop completely and you go in a complete different different direction, right? Shifting means you can be going in the same direction. You just may have to slow down or speed up depending upon what you're trying to do. And so when I look at the back, you know, the, the back end of my life, I've always had to shift out of adversity. You know, there are terrible things that I've, you know, like like the housing market and I mean, I'm sorry, the hurt with the housing market in 2007, eight. I, you know, my family was impacted by that. Um, the hurricanes back in 2004, that was kind of like the first of, of different things that I had to overcome and where I didn't have time to cry because I had a family to take care of and I had to figure out how we was going to get our life back together. And so, you know, going through economic declines and, and, you know, just different things, relationship declines, ups and downs, trying to, you know, build business and um, going through the adversity and trying to build relationships and connect with the right people. All those ups and downs created a lot of adversity. And I had to learn how to shift in between that and still keep my momentum in and towards my goal. And so that's where shift motivations came from. That's wonderful. I love the fact you talk about shifting down shifting, if you will, to a slower yes. gear or up shifting mm-hmm. to a faster gear, depending on the circumstances of situations. You know, if you're doing something that's incorrect, don't go faster and do more of it. Right. <laughs> you know? so, right. So I think it's great the analogy that you use to to shift, you know, hey, there's that granny low speed sometimes we need for, for climbing hills or getting through bogs. But then there's also, you know, you need to be in fifth gear if you're racing or doing those type of things. I, right. I love that. It's a great analogy. It's it's always great to make people understand something through a visual. And that that's a great visual to understand about shifting. And yes. it's so important. I love that, you know, not stopping. Let's 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 go on. Let's go forward. Right. Uh, any kind of forward momentum is going to be good for us. Uh, but recognize there are different gears to be in at different times, different seasons in life. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. So you have a passion for helping others to get where they desire. What are some tools and techniques you use to help others achieve what they want to achieve? Um, I, I love training, man. And, and um, one of the things I like to use is I like to use all the uh, adversity things up front. I'm, I'm kind of like a forerunner. So it's like we know what the destination is. Let's figure out what are the things that keeps you from getting to where you want to go. So I like to attack the mind first because you can always come up with a strategy. Anybody can come up with a strategy. There's all kinds of strategies to get there. But let's go ahead because we know that obstacles are going to rise. That's a fact. That's a given. So I like to start there. Let's go ahead and lay out the foundation. What are the things that you're dealing with? Okay, why haven't you started that business? Why haven't you done the research um, in in the area where you're living? Is it fear? Is it fear, fear of failing? Is it fear of success? Is it, is it, well, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck and I don't have the, you know, the means to do that. So let's attack those things because what happens is we're going to create some momentum that way when it shows up in a different area of your life, you'll be able to overcome that because you recognize it in a former area of your life. And so that's why I'm big on principles. I love strategies. We create strategies, but when you really look at it, your strategy is based upon the principle that you live by. And so if we can determine what your principles are, what you stand for, then we can actually kind of build that blueprint to kind of help you get to where you want to be, because there's going to be some potholes in the road. So we just want to make sure you you don't stop, but you make that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. You know, principles are very important to you. I, I read, you know, something you wrote about principles. So tell the listeners why principles are important to you and why they should be to us as individuals. It, it really defines you as an individual. It, it defines who you are. It defines what you stand for. It, it defines what you're not going to put up with. And that's why it's important, because when things come into your space that you don't want to put up with, then then that, that red flag that goes off, that, hey, principal alert, principal alert. So that's not one of my principles. So I, sh- I shouldn't have a problem disassociate myself with that. And so once I once I learned that um, and it, it doesn't say that it's going to make it easier, but it makes it necessary. You know, it, it makes it necessary because we get attached to people and we get attached to things. But when we trying to get to a certain place, sometimes we can't take those people and things where we're going. And so that's why it has to be very important that you have to have principles and standards in your life because they help guide you in the right direction that you said that you want to go. But it's going to be based off the principles that you set for your life. So that's why I feel that it's very important that you have to have those standards and principles in your life and use those as tools to get to where you're going. Because no matter what what level you're on and what level you're trying to get to, it's your principle that's going to keep you sane. That's the way I feel about it. Wow, Michael, great insights. You know, thinking about being known as a principled person uh, yeah. makes me think of character and having character. Mm-hmm. I, I like to talk about uh, having character over charisma. Hey, it's great to have charisma. It's great to be a charismatic person and and be mm-hmm. thriving and, and motivation and all those things. But you better have those principled character items 
to back that up and show people that that you are a person that has these uh, principles. And, and my principles mm-hmm. will be different than yours, and yours will be different than mine. But as long as people recognize we stand for our own principles, right. I think they're going to respect us. Exactly, exactly. Because you can't earn respect when you, uh, as the young people say, you're not keeping it 100. <laughs> you know, because even when you're, whether you're leading a Fortune 500 company or whether you're leading your own family, um, you have to set those values and principles because those values and principles are going to be accepted by other people. And so it's not about being perfect, but it's about being transparent about who you are and where you are. So that way, when problems arise in the office um, or things like that, then your people feel comfortable to come and talk to you about personal issues. Because let's face it, you spend more time at work than you do with your own family. And so why do I want to spend more time being stressful, you know, in a place that keeps me stressed out? And so that's why leadership. And I'm glad that you do that, man, with the with the build up uh, broadcast, because it's very important that we build people up because we're like I said, we're not perfect, but we want to try to create as, as much of an environment for growth as possible. Yeah, that 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 striving for excellence is is better than trying to get to perfection because we can't get there. Mm -hmm. We can't get to perfection, but Mm -hmm. we can be excellent in what we do. Always thriving, always working to do better, competing Mm -hmm. with ourselves, not competing with everybody. You know, the the worst problem I have is the guy in the mirror. Right. I need to to, to focus on that before I'm focusing on others as far as that goes. So definitely want to want to encourage people to grow and develop themselves and and reach out to others and, and get this network you talk about. Let's let's dive into your book now. Your newest book is is the title "The Blueprint to Success," and it's for students. But I like your analogy about the students. So tell the listeners what students means to to you as the author. Yeah, <clears throat> yes, sir. Gladly. Um, students is actually um, twofold, right? And it, it is for the academic student. So you know, you got your your middle school, your high school, your collegiate students, uh, but it is also for the forever learning student such as yourself and myself. Um, and I like to use analogy because I like to work out. I plan on being around for a while, so I want to try to stay somewhat fit. And so I, I use that, that analogy um, as you never work out one body part. You may specify one body part, but you're never working out one body part. So, for example, like Mondays is called we call International Chest Day because everybody works out on their chest on Monday and majority of the people. So but when you're working out your chest, you're also working out what you call your triceps. And so we we adopted this thing, you know, when I was in high school, you know, we, we would do what we call chest tries, back buys, and then you do your, your legs and your shoulders. So when I'm working my chest, I'm also work, working my tricep muscle, which would actually consider it to be a secondary muscle. So that's why I actually get that analogy from, because it is twofold. It is for the academic student, but it's for the forever learning students, such as yourself and myself, for people that want to better themselves, that are always trying to come up with ways on how to better themselves each day that they wake up. That's great. So now that we define what students are, because it's everyone at this point, it's, yes. it's the it's the high school student, the academia, and then thus the, those that want to continue learning. You know, you know what's disappointing is that most people don't read a book after they leave their education. Mm-hmm. And we want people to recognize that leaders are readers, and, and we got to get these books mm-hmm. and, and success ideas and and mm-hmm. learn from others. To, to cultivate what we want to become. Mm-hmm. So now that we know what the title is and who it's for, what can we find in this book, Michael? Uh, I, I, I took a different approach to this one, Ryan. I, um, I didn't create chapters in this book and it was on purpose. 
I created um, sections, basically, you know, and I could have created topics and subtopics. But basically, I had a conversation with myself like, you know, because, you know, if you can explain something, explain something to a kid, you can explain something to anybody. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I use that analogy that, OK, if I had to teach a young person, what are just three primary principles that it takes to be successful in life, no matter what you do, whether you're a business owner, an entrepreneur or uh, working your way up the corporate ladder, what would I say? And so what came to me was these three things is um, it takes the right mindset to be successful in life. And it takes the, you being able to build the right relationships and also doing the right activities. So, um, you know, I'm a big sports fanatic. And so, you know, a lot, you know, if you ever been injured, whether through sports or just had an injury, sometimes the doctor may require you to take an MRI. Right. And so well, I created this terminology called MRA. Mindset, relationships and activity because success is an inside job. And so you can't see that that fracture or, or that issue without going through that machine, you know, that that gives you the MRI. And so it is with, with success. So no matter whether you say dedication, opportunity, um, you know, being on time, you can take any character or characteristic what you think success is and you can place it up under any one of those situations you can place it up on the mindset relationships or activity so no matter what characteristic you say that that is needed to be successful i guarantee you you can put it up on one of those umbrellas so that's what that book is about it's, it's about developing the right mindset for success doing the right activities and building the right relationships so that you can have sustainable success no matter where you are in your life Sounds like a great blueprint for success of uh, those three, three elements. We don't have time to go over all three elements on the podcast day, but I would like to, you know, so it's very important. The mindset's very important. Mm -hmm. The relationships, man, I'm a relationships guy. I've made a ton of relationships just with this podcast alone, but I think I want to get the uh, listeners to focus in on activities because I think sometimes the biggest piece that's missing is action. Mm -hmm. And when you say activities, I think action, it's doing, right. as you, I think you said it earlier, we can have all these great ideas and ambitions, but until we put the rubber to the road in this action and we shift, <laughs> right. So let's talk about these activities. What activities do you encourage in the book and when you're coaching others? Well, I, I encourage you, you got to have a map first, you know, like um, I'm going to Atlanta to a men's conference at the end of this month. Right. And so um, I live in Florida. So my my destination is Atlanta. So the first thing I have to do is fill out a map and figure out what route I'm going to take to get to Atlanta. Right. But then I also have to prep for it if I'm going to make, you know, a stop to the gas station, stop to get something to eat, you know, or if it was a longer, uh, you know, trip or, you know, you may not be one of those individuals that ride all the way through. But you may want to stop and get some rest or something. So all of those factors, um, you know, factor into your trip. And so basically what we have to do is we have to make sure we factor in those things. We have to look at the end goal and then work backwards. So if I say I want to write a book, OK, well, what does it take to write a book? What is my title? What am I going to say? Who is my audience? Right. And so I have to do the work to figure out first what the first what's the first thing I have to do, which is what? Write a manuscript. And so a lot of times I've talked with people um, and I coach them and they like, man, I don't know where to start. And I just start. Because at the end of the day, if you're still trying to figure out how to start, you're going to be like that squirrel that's trying to cross the road and then mess around and get hit by a car. <laughs> you know, crazy analogy. But we see it all the time. And you'd be like, go ahead and go, go. I'm trying to stop. I don't want to hit you. You know, and then sometimes, unfortunately, that squirrel don't make it across the road because he was indecisive because 
basically he was like a deer caught in headlights. So you don't want to be that person, you know, just start where you are. And so that that's, that's a firm thing that you have to have to drive yourself into when it comes to activity, right? Because you don't want to do the wrong activity. You know, I'm going to Atlanta. That's, you know, we, we're looking at what a seven, eight hour drive, right? If you, if you go on um, um, by road. And so I have to prepare for that. You know, it's, I prepare for that differently than if it was just, you know, me going to Orlando, which is a 45 minute drive, you know? And so it's those activities um, that we set in motion that's going to get us where we are. I can't say I want to be an NBA player, but I never picked up a basketball. <laughs> so, so we have to determine what those right activities are because the right questions will require the right answers. And the key word is that right, because I can, I can ask you any question and then you're going to give me an answer. But if I ask you the right question, then that should direct you to give me the right answer to whatever it is that I need. That's that's great, Michael. You know, our generation has a ton less excuses than mm -hmm. previous generations have. We we have these smartphones yep. that, that you can create your outline of your book in in your notepad on your phone. Mm -hmm. You can research things. You can you can reach out to people. You can mm -hmm. speak with someone across the world in a Zoom call. Mm -hmm. So don't don't limit yourself and and say you can't do something that you've been thriving to do. Hey, I barely graduated high school and English was my worst subject, and now I'm been authored in three books. Right. So don't don't limit yourself by, by those things. So just appreciate that encouragement for the activity and action, and get started where you're at. Great great advice for our listeners today. Well, it's that time of the show. We got to wrap things up. I'm going to bring up for those that are watching on YouTube. I'm bringing up your website at shiftmotivations.com. For those listening, we'll include that in the show notes. But what can the listeners find at your website? When they go to my website, they'll, they'll find out about Michael. You know, who's Michael? Who's this guy? Uh, you know, I, I, I got a mantra. I call myself the shift motivator, you know, impacting change, empowering change to create momentum for success. That's what it's all about. Um, that's what you're going to find. You're going to find um, you're going to see that I have mentors. You're going to see, you know, where I've been, who I've impacted. You're going to, you know, you, there, there's um, event pictures and pictures of, of students and adults. And, you know, I, 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 I impact from generation to generation. I don't limit myself, you know, and that's why I'm the shift motivator because I can shift from any um, audience. And I, I never really, you know, stuck myself with, with one particular audience but because I work with both youth and I work with both adults as well. And it just has worked well for me. Everybody can't do that. You know, everybody can't say that. And I don't say that boastfully, but that's why I say it's important to, to gather those principles and know who you are. So that way people can't steer you um, to where they want you to go and not where you want to go. So you'll, you'll find all of that. And I also have some apparel. I have um, uh, a apparel line called Motivated Apparel. And uh, there are graphic tees that um, have great motivational quotes um, that I had a graphic designer put some awesome designs to uh, the people love them. And, you know, um, I'm blessed to, to have impact in that area. And so and then you kind of, you know, have uh, kind of keep a, a, a route of where I'm at and what I'm doing. And, you know, got my motivational videos. So it's linked to all my YouTube um, videos and things of that nature. So you can go and watch me on YouTube and get your morning motivation on. Um, I got information concerning the book as well. And also I do have a, a mixtape that I created with the book as well, Brian. All right. Got a lot going on there. So I would yeah. encourage our listeners to go over to that uh, shift motivator motivations.com. See what Michael has to offer. Get look, see the details for ordering the book there. 
and uh, join in with Michael, what he's doing. I'd also encourage you to visit our website, buildcs.net. You can see the things we offer as far as coaching, training, and speaking, and our latest book, Voices for Leadership. And you can see these 40 authors we put together. You can also join our VFL community at vflcommunity.com. We'd encourage you to do that. It's where we bring our authors together. We interview them on a live call, and you as a member can ask them questions. Have you ever read a book and wanted to ask the author questions? We've created that community for you. So give that a try. Listen, do me a favor, share this podcast with others, go over to whatever platform you're listening to it on and give us an honest rating and review. We'd appreciate that. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.